0: we're both a little under the weather you were sick all week and i thought it was in the clear yeah and then
1: woke up this morning got yourself a gun
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) um yeah i i'm not like sick but i just don't feel all that great so
1: yeah but that's where i was on like tuesday so right it's probably gonna get worse no, it will I'm, Yeah, I'm on the road to... I'm, I'm coming up. I'm on the road to recovery. You're on the way down. I, I know what awaits you. and it's uh.
2: You don't know anything.
1: Body aches and chills. But, I mean, I tested negative for COVID three times.
0: Yeah, and when we get sick, we have very different sicknesses. That's true. That's in my true. experience. I don't get the same symptoms as you. Yeah. So maybe I have a little something. Maybe I'm just tired.
1: Yeah. I still feel hella stuffed up. Yeah. But yeah mostly I'm mostly I'm I'm better uh, but this is not a podcast about our personal wellness mm. uh, <laughs> <You're fooled> me <laughs> we yeah, we actually uh don't we know someone who does a podcast on wellness on on functional health
0: oh yeah we do I, yeah. yeah
1: yeah what the funk
0: yeah check it out yeah
1: check out the podcast what the funk yeah right
0: I, I don't know if they still do it
1: yeah, I guess I haven't seen any updates recently, yeah. but yeah. I'm sure the episodes are still there. Check out What the Funk. All right. Um, this is a podcast, but the television programs Friends and How I Met Your Mother were watching both series uh, in concurrence, watch an episode a week, recap, compare, contrast. We have all sorts of fun segments. Right now, we're on to season six, episode 19 right of both shows yes yeah, season six episode 19 of both shows season six episode 19 of friends is called the one with joey's fridge mm-hmm. season six episode 19 of how i met your mother is called legend daddy but we're gonna put a pin in daddy Ouch. <laughs> and we're gonna jump into friends season six episode 19 the one with joey's fridge um as advertised, it opens with Joey's fridge. His yeah. fridge is broken. He's pulled it out from the wall. He's ripped the grill off the back, um, which he's like, obviously, that's not help. But I, I like, I'm like i like, I know that's part of a fridge, but I also don't really understand what it does either. Um,
2: yeah.
1: Yeah. Friends and mothers, let us know. Um, and he wants Rachel as his roommate to pay for half of a new fridge. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> Even though he's had it since he was born.
1: Yeah, it's. Yeah. Um, yeah, you and I have been through plenty of uh, fridge um, drama over yeah. the years. Yeah. And that's a. Um, one of the weirdest things when I moved here to Los Angeles was learning that apartments don't necessarily come with refrigerators. They uh, usually
0: y- do, I think.
1: I mean, in my experience, more often than not, they don't. My first apartment that i lived in for the first three years uh did not and like i was so broke that we never we never got a full fridge we had like a couple of like <laughs> we had like a couple of dorm fridges stacked on top of each other and that Oof. was like how we made it work because we were so broke you know yeah um you know working temp jobs and secretary jobs and stuff like but even
0: that. like craigslist no but it, also getting it like
2: delivered yeah getting into getting yeah. up to the
1: i lived on the third floor or today, yeah, maybe i lived on the second floor it's been so long. can't remember my first place. Um, but then the second two places I lived, including the place I lived when you met me, were both the same management company, and they provided fridges. That was a big deal. Yeah. It came with fridges. But then when I moved in with you, like, you had a fridge, but that apartment didn't come with a fridge.
0: Right. Um, my old roommate brought it Yeah. Brought and so
1: fridge. we ended up, after a dozen years, with your old roommate's fridge, getting rid of it, buying a new fridge, because we were like, well... We're gonna move someday. We're gonna move into a house. We're gonna need a fridge. Yeah. And then we bought a house that came with a fridge.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and we got our uh, old yeah. landlady to buy the fridge off us, yeah. I and mean, we still probably took a bath on a few hundred dollars there. Yeah. But but we did. Uh, yeah, we did have our own fridge drama. But yeah, in, I mean, in Chicago, which is the only other place that I like, looked for apartments. Yeah. Apartments just always came with fridges. It would, it would be weird for it not to. Um, Uh, I don't know what that is, like, friends and mothers nationwide or worldwide. How common is it for an apartment that you rent to come with a fridge already?
0: Yes, that's a good question. We've also struggled with the plight of trying to have an ice maker built in, and we can't seem to win. Like, when we bought our last one in our old apartment, um, we needed, like, a special, like, permit to be able to use an ice maker right like we didn't have the functionality and we needed to add like a pipe and our landlady was terrible and wasn't gonna like help us do that no
1: even though i'm sure she's remodeled the place and added that capability right i'm sure
0: and then in this place we tried to get it added on because i mean there is what looks like an ice maker and like water filtration system but um it's non-functional and never has been and because we don't have the right hookup the
1: hookup that we have coming out of the wall is like so non-standard that even like when we got like a electrician or a fridge guy appliance guy or whatever out here he was like i've never seen this before i couldn't find online or at lowe's like the right adapter for the it's so weird we we basically need to replace the hookup that comes out of the wall with something that is actually standard and will hook up to our fridge that has a what should be a perfectly functional ice and water maker.
0: But we don't want to fuck with the like electric grid either because currently we can't run the microwave and the coffee maker. We can't run two appliances at once.
1: No, I mean... Well, I mean, you say, we say that. We are running our fridge and wine fridge all the time. Right. In addition to that, we can only do toaster oven or microwave or coffee maker or air fryer. Yeah. No... No. No, no combination no of No multitasking two. in this You can't heat kitchen. up toast and make coffee at the same time God in our forbid. kitchen.
2: <laughs> God forbid.
1: And we asked, we called the electrician and got quoted like a couple grand to fix it. And it's like, that, yeah. I don't know if that's worth it.
0: We have such boring problems. <laughs> we We're have real 40s. problems too, but.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've already forgotten what. You're
0: uh, talking about Joey's fridge.
1: Uh, oh, the call to action was like. Um, Apartment. Apartments that come with fridges. Yeah. Um, yeah, in my experience of looking for apartments, which I've lived in four different apartments in Los Angeles before we bought this place, m- more often than not they do not come with fridges. That that, but also it's been since twenty ten <laughs> that I look for an yeah. apartment, so maybe things have changed. Uh, okay, uh, he wants Rachel to pay half as his roommate. She's obviously uh, not going to do that because she's not his roommate. She's just staying there until um, the uh, until her apartment is fixed. Although I. I don't buy that for a second. I think that this is going to be permanent. Um, That has been my prediction from the moment she moved out of Monica's. Um, But there is a funny thing where he's like, I don't know, worked perfectly fine for 30 years, and then you show up and bang, it stops working. It was funny. Uh, I mean, the opening titles, and this is the first time I ever noticed. The opening titles, obviously, you've got them dancing in the fountain, and it usually changes every season. And you've got a bunch of clips from the shows. And I thought it was weird that... In the clips from the shows, like, sometimes you see background characters of the Perk or whatever, mm-hmm. but, like, the clips you're seeing are just of the six characters, with the exception of one shot in which Mrs. Geller is prominently featured, like, mm-hmm. sitting next to Monica. Right. She's the only, like, supporting, like, guest star who whose face appears
2: That's in the opening titles. So yeah. It's
1: Clearly they wanted the shot of Monica. And Mrs. Geller happened to be there, but it's, like, it's so strange to have it all focused on these six, and then, like, oh, there's Mrs. Geller. I guess
0: they don't mind paying uh, Christine Pickles, but they wouldn't want to have to, like, spend on, like, a bunch of extras.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Yeah, I guess you do get paid if you're, like... Yeah. So... Uh, Bj Porter got paid for every single episode of Angel, right? <laughs> yeah, he's in every single episode. He's like
0: the first face you see. Yeah,
1: yeah. If, if you guys don't, if you know Angel, the uh, Dennis, the uh, the ghost who we find out in a flashback as a kid got uh, walled up into the apartment and by his own mother, played by Beth Grant, by the way. <sighs> that was scary. Um, that was yeah. a scary. And then one. and then turned into a ghost. Uh, he's you, you see him in the opening credits. He kind of like looks up like he's supposed to be like pleading for help, you know, and of yeah. course Angel is the help. Yeah. Um and he's in every single episode yeah. of five seasons of Angel. <laughs> um okay. Uh after the titles we're at the we're at the perk. Rachel needs a date for a Ralph Lauren event. Um Ross shows up with Elizabeth, they're still dating. Um Ross refers to the perk as the, as the coffee house, which I know we've talked about before. It just always seems so weird and old-fashioned to me. Yeah. Like, coffee shop, yeah, but coffee house?
2: Yeah.
1: I think we've, we've had this whole conversation before. <laughs> but I think of, like, really old, like, I think about, like, a coffee house that's, like, in, like, Versailles in the 1600s or something, you know? But
0: then if you say coffee shop, you think of, like, Denny's or, like, a diner. No, that's a diner people call those coffee shops. Hmm. I think a Friends cafe and cafe is what the perk But a, would be.
1: no, but a cafe serves food.
0: Which they do, muffins and croissants.
1: They have a bagels. patisserie or whatever. Maybe it's a patisserie, but I feel like a cafe has a kitchen. I don't think the perk has a kitchen. They just have baked goods that are probably not prepared on site, I'm guessing. Okay. So maybe it's a patisserie. Mm. But I don't think Coffee house feels like something that no, doesn't exist. I don't think anymore. it's a
0: patisserie because I think they probably like get it from elsewhere. They're not baking the goods. Okay, there. so
1: then it's just a coffee shop. Okay. Right.
0: I don't know. But friends, it, this is friends and mothers need to. Yeah, end. friends and mothers. I know. Yeah, there's a wealth of knowledge. Yeah. Out there with our friends and mothers, we don't we don't know anything. Yeah. Cafe, coffee shop, uh, coffee house. I. I I think it's okay to call it a coffee house.
1: Yeah, it probably is. It just seems like such an old fashioned thing, like from, like from like I'm saying, like the Renaissance era when coffee like first came to Europe. That's what I'm like mm. <laughs> imagining a coffee house is. Yeah. Um,
0: I mean, but there's a lot like. People still use W C like a water closet. It's mm-hmm. not a water closet. Or like yeah. the parlor. It's not a parlor. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. just like there's a lot of those naming things, but call it what you will.
1: Yeah. Uh okay. So after Elizabeth leaves, they all rightly make fun of Ross for dating like they were like I guess they're kind of making fun of her for being young, but really they're making fun of Ross for dating someone so young. Yeah. Like, and we
0: did get an answer, cool. she's twenty.
1: Uh yeah. Yeah. She's um, not a
0: teenager at the very least
1: i mean that doesn't do me a lot yeah. okay um so then uh so they make fun of uh that then later at monica's apartment phoebe is like hey i come i, I found a guy for rachel he's got a he's got a chin dimple which
2: but chin, yeah, yeah
1: but <laughs> yeah there is a a look a, a, a brew pub we go to that makes their own beer and one of their um one of their beers is at an ipa called butt chin which if you know that two guys who own it they're brothers and they both have i've always chin wanted dimple. to be like can i get a yeah <laughs> but um uh when i think of what do you think is the most famous chin dimple
0: uh john travolta
1: okay okay um for me it is cary grant
0: Oh, of course, yes, yes yes, um, yes, yes,
1: Specifically because of the very cute line in Charade when... You park a uh, car? Uh, no, when Audrey Hepburn like runs her thing and goes, how do you shave in there? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't
0: there someone you could park a car? I don't know. Okay. Maybe um, it's Dimples?
1: Yeah, maybe. Uh, okay. So, um, Monica, but Monica and Chandler also have a guy, one of one of Chandler's co-workers. Um, Phoebe weirdly, like... Is, like, says that she looked at the guy's dick while she was massaging him. Which is weird. Yeah. And then, okay, answer me this. Because Chandler says, you look, but you've massaged me. And Phoebe's like, I know. And she starts to giggle.
2: Yeah.
1: What did you take that to mean?
2: Small, little dick.
1: But I feel like, canonically, it has been implied more than once since Chandler and Monica started hooking up that Chandler is hung. I feel like that has been a... Because remember when Phoebe found out about them? um, Because she accidentally picked up the phone while they were, like, dirty talking over the yeah, phone and Monica yeah. called him, like, Mr. Big something. We never heard the end of it. Like, yeah. I just thought that it meant that... And I feel like there's been at least one other reference to Chandler being hung. So maybe Monica's giggling, or Phoebe's giggling because she knows Chandler's got a big old tally whacker.
2: Maybe,
1: yeah. <laughs> I had a... I had a my 6th grade gym coach was uh uh the first day of 6th grade cuz this was the first time we'd had gym where there were like showers you know and he said something like you know uh, you're all going to shower together don't be ashamed of like if you have a little something or a big old tallywacker that hangs down between your knees these are 6th grade boys. Yeah. And he eventually did get fired for being inappropriate with students.
0: <laughs> but everyone I'm sure like laughed.
1: Yeah, we all laughed yeah. cuz like we'd never um uh, uh had you know, it was 6th grade. We never had a teacher talk to us like that. Yeah. I also remember like um uh like my first like film school class. Um our teacher I can't remember what she was talking. She was talking about, like, this shot from a movie um, where uh, the woman had her mouth, like, open, you know? And the teacher—a woman, a lesbian woman, for what it's uh, worth—was talking about the sex, like how the image was sexualized and how it was, like— you know, she's got her mouth open, like to stick it in my mouth. Like it's, it's what she's—that's what she said. Yeah. And the whole class, like, nervous laughed, and she was like taken aback because it was—I think she, this was the first time she realized, like, oh, oh, all of these kids were in high school a year ago. They've never been talked to like this by a teacher. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, I loved that teacher, even though she and I had some like knock down, drag out really? arguments. Yeah, but I about, loved her.
2: About what?
1: Um, I don't remember any anymore i don't know what the class was called
0: like about a film that yeah
1: about my opinions. no not not about about my work you know oh, like i would you know
0: defend your... defend my
1: work and okay. but then she would also praise my work sometimes i just i really loved her okay um but i yeah i can't really remember her name but also i remember this is one thing i didn't like about her because she she had uh um some of that judginess mm-hmm. about the fact that i was from missouri you know And uh, one day I wore my uh, David Byrne t-shirt to to class. Um, And she was like, oh, that's the Look Into My Eyeball tour. I saw that. And and I was like, "Uh, yeah, yeah, I got this shirt when he played in St. Louis. And she was like, he played in St. Louis? (laughs)
2: Like the idea that David
1: Byrne would... Stoop to playing in St. Louis was beyond her. She lives like five hours away in Chicago. Yeah, but like to her, St. Louis is like might as well be farm country. I've always
0: been triggered when people minimize that's, I mean, your hometown.
1: I mean, I think that's true of a lot of people in um, in in the Midwest or in you know, like places that get disrespected. But it's especially true of St. Louisans who are very thin-skinned about. Yes, and I think it's like it's in our our like institutional memory. Right. because I think a lot of people don't realize that
0: it was supposed to be a major city with the world's fair
1: this is the time like around the turn of the 20th century yeah. like St. Louis but was kind not. of like the second city of, but it wasn't. of the country and it didn't become that I know that but I still think there's some of that bitterness is in the blood of St. Louisans who are like we were supposed to be Chicago we were Just... supposed to be the big like the jewel of the Midwest you yeah. know yeah. <laughs> um, and I think there's some bitterness there uh, okay okay Um, what was I saying? I'm so far off now. Uh, yeah,
0: how did we get... So
1: then, uh, we were talking about Chandler's penis, and then, um... Oh, Tallywalker. Uh, oh yeah, (laughs) Tallywalker. Uh, Chandler goes across the hall, and Joey's eating everything, because the fridge is, (laughs) he doesn't want everything to go bad. Yeah. Uh, and then Joey tries to get Chandler to pay for the fridge. Um, obviously that's not gonna work. Ross and Elizabeth, uh, make out in his office. This is all, like, so... It just has not aged well. Yeah. And I'm not even sure how it played at the time. Yeah. I just don't, I'm not not pro this storyline. Um, and Elizabeth, Ross thinks Elizabeth's about to ask him to go on a trip with her over spring break, but then a, a colleague comes in. Um, so Ross is like talking to, later talking to Chandler and Joey about like, I'm not ready for this level of commitment. Like, what I liked about this is that she's young and this isn't serious, you know? Um, and then uh, Joey tries to get Ross to pay for the fridge yeah. by pushing him into it and then claiming he broke it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then claiming that Chandler was the one who pushed Ross. Um, so then Ross, next time he sees Elizabeth, is like, I don't think we're ready for that. And she's like, oh, I wasn't asking you. I was just letting you know I was going to be gone for a couple of weeks. Right?
2: Yeah.
1: Um And uh, so when he tells the gang that at the perk, they're like, wait, is she going on a vacation or is she going on spring break? Because they're like, oh, she's going to go, like, get drunk and party and um, uh, have sex with with guys. Uh, And Ross doesn't like that, which makes me like him makes me dislike him even more. Yeah, because the one hand he's like, oh, I like that. This isn't serious. Yeah. But on the other hand, she should be monogamous. Yes. What this guy fucking sucks. Yeah. I I really hate him. Yeah. Like, who is he to insist that she not go have fun when he's the one who's saying, I don't want this to be a serious thing? Yeah. So he just wants her to be... But the show knows
0: that he's... Yeah. He's in the wrong. I think.
1: (sighs) I hope so. I hope so. Um, Because he
0: made, like, a fool out of himself. Like, so he had to backpedal and...
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but they keep doubling down on the jokes. It it gets worse. It's gonna get worse as it goes on, by the way. Um... Okay, then Rachel found a guy at the newsstand because they were both reaching for the same field uh, and stream. Field and stream. <laughs> yeah. What I read that um so she wants to take him to uh to the charity the charity film. event, but yeah. the rest of the gang because they have their own guys are testing him asking him a bunch of questions. He gets scared off uh kind of rightfully. So Rachel agrees to meet their other guys. Um there's also a uh Joking here about how joey went to spring break when he was 13 years old to tell tell t-shirts and apparently like screwed a bunch of college chicks when he was 13 years old yeah okay uh this the uh, this episode is really doubling down on <laughs> problematic relationships um so ross tries to talk elizabeth out of going to spring break which is gross And then he, like, judges her for the size of her bathing suit, which Mm -hmm. is, like, gross and, like, paternalistic. Very much so, yeah.
0: That bathing suit was, like, comically tiny.
1: It reminded me of the bikini top on Jury Duty. (laughs) 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 Not Jury Duty, the Polly Shore movie. The recent freebie series, Jury Duty, that we've finally been watching.
2: Yeah.
1: I don't know why I do this sometimes. Like, why I'm resistant to the hype on on something. And I watch it and it's like, yeah, Jury Duty is hilarious. And, yeah... There's a character named Jeannie who uh, answers, her... answers her hotel room door in uh, basically a bikini top this size. Yeah. Very small. Um, let's see. Where was I? He's being terminalistic. It's very gross. Uh, so Rachel agrees to meet um, Monica and Chandler's guy, whose name is Eldad, and Phoebe's guy, whose name is Patrick, and they all um, <laughs> show up at the same time. And they're all being too insistent. And then Rachel gets pissed, or as I apparently typed here, pussed.
0: <laughs> yeah, Rachel gets pussed.
1: And she starts to storm off, but then she like tells them off and stuff. And, and then she compliments Eldad on his hair. Yeah. And then she does storm off. Um, Ross is bidding Elizabeth farewell at the airport. We find out that he tried to hide her bathing suit, which, oh my god. Elizabeth run yeah run yeah the only thing redder than that baby suit ba- baby suit bathing suit are the flags yeah. that ross is throwing up yeah Did elizabeth stay in florida <laughs> um, yeah. um and then um she and she's like i'm not i'm just going with a bunch of my friends it's gonna be fun and then we find out that all the friends are guys which like good for her yeah yeah i hope i hope she sleeps with all of them
2: yeah <laughs>
1: Uh, do you, Elizabeth? Um, don't be shamed at 20 years old into acting like a prim and proper 50s housewife because yeah. Ross is insecure. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. Uh, um, I can't remember. I think it was a podcast you and I were listening to that was like. It was like uh, adult women saying things they wish they'd known when they were teenagers. And like. Um, don't date older guys because you think they're more mature. If they were, they wouldn't be dating you. Totally. (laughs) And that's Ross. Ross is immature, and that's why he is... Anyway, I hate this. I hate Ross. Um, So that's the end, except there's a tag at the end where everyone apologizes to Rachel, and they turn on MTV, and it turns out Ross went to spring break and is on MTV spring break, uh, cock-blocking Elizabeth. (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, looking like a total dweeb
1: yeah he looks like Charlie Brown (laughs) he's got a Charlie Brown t-shirt on yeah Uh, any other stray observations um no let's move on to funniest moments uh when Joey is trying to talk Chandler into paying for the refrigerator he says imagine you and I were divorced and we had a kid Now he says now suppose now suppose the kid dies and I gotta buy a new kid
2: yeah yeah (laughs) um
0: i thought it was really funny when the gang was kind of like making fun of uh elizabeth's age Uh not like to her but to ross after she leaves there was a lot of really really funny ones but um Ross is like, "Hey, like I really like her. Like, can you stop and like Monica, so you think she's gonna like protect her brother and like stick up for him? Uh-huh. And she's like, You know i'm I'm really sorry ross i I think I really like Elizabeth. In fact, I want my cookies early this year.
2: <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> um, this one, I think I'm probably stealing from you because I heard you laugh at it too when <laughs> Joey pushes, pushes Ross into the fridge and then says, you broke my fridge. And Ross is like, how do you even know it's broken? And Joey says, you think I don't know what breaks my fridge?
2: Yeah, I did have that. Um,
0: the Okay. Um, when, okay, I think by far the funniest scenes were with um, the, like, competition of, like, dating our guy. Okay. You know, between, like, Phoebe and then Chandler and Monica. Um they're both trying to impress um Rachel like um when Phoebe says um Patrick is really rich. Patrick give her some money. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think Chandler says um El dot's a great dancer. Dance for Rachel. El <laughs> dot. Dance for Rachel. Uh
1: yeah, it was funny. I didn't like the storyline though. It just felt so, it felt so contrived and fakey. Yes,
0: yes,
2: of course.
1: I mean, I, it just felt like I've said this before about Friends. Every once in a while, it's such a character-based sitcom, especially as it goes on. And then something sometimes they do something like this, which feels it feels very season one. Yes. That sort of this sort of like competition yes. type of thing, yes. um, when they don't have established enough characters to make it all work. Um, okay, when. Ross is saying he doesn't know what to do about Elizabeth uh, going to spring break and maybe sleeping with other guys. And Chandler says, "Well, maybe you don't marry this one." Yeah,
0: that was that. Was, I was trying to decide if this is under the umbrella, which it is, right? Or yeah. funniest? Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, okay, when Phoebe's like um, talking up Patrick, she's like, "Have you seen your guy's body?" And Chandler says, "No, nope, our guy is just a floating head." <laughs>
1: Uh, another one that I, my last one, but I think I'm also stealing it from you because we both laughed when, um, Rachel feels Eldad's hair and compliments him yeah. on how soft his hair is. Yeah. We, th- th- you don't even call attention to it, but Phoebe just like reaches out and like touches his hair to check for herself. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: and then this is also just like very, very funny in Rachel's delivery when she's like exasperated and like is trying to storm out of Central Perk because like, everyone is just like humiliating her and like making her feel bad um but she comes back and feels like yeah eldad's here again now do you put some kind of special conditioner in
1: that hair and what he uses something extra papaya Papaya she's like okay thank you yeah i did this wasn't in my but i liked eldad um uh when when rachel first gets mad and she's like am i the only one who's embarrassed by all this and eldad is like i'm a little embarrassed
0: yeah um (laughs) When Rachel like does meet the guy at the newsstand, he like walks over to like get get coffee for them and then Phoebe goes, Rachel, what the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> um when everyone's like clowning on um Elizabeth's age, Phoebe tries to like get like yeah. a sick burn in and she's like what is she, like twelve? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um That reminds me of... Well, I mean, hers was not only late, but it was bad. But the lateness reminds me of one of my favorite 80s SNL sketches. I don't know if you remember this one, where it's... Rob Morrow is the host, you know, from Northern Exposure and stuff Uh like that. And Mike Myers... So it's him and Mike Myers and one other cast member. And they're just, like, having lunch. And Rob Morrow plays a guy who keeps up coming up with jokes, like, too late. You know? So it's like... They're talking about how crazy the cab drivers are in New York, you know, and like, like I wonder what they tra- how they train these guys. And the conversation moves on, and then Rob Morrow's like, "They probably show them The French Connection." And Mike Myers's like, "What?" And it's like from before the New York City cab drivers that probably trained them is show them The French Connection. He's like, "Oh yeah, that's." pretty funny but he keeps coming up with funny jokes too late yeah. and then he excuses himself to go to the bathroom and there's a time machine in the bathroom <laughs> and he uses the time machine to go back five minutes and make all the jokes on time yeah. and he's the hit yeah. i love that sketch so much yeah um that's what phoebe reminded me of yeah <laughs> by being late
0: um i still have a few more oh good funny um, episode sounds like there were yeah there were some funny a lot of funny um chandler is trying to um uh, like trash talk Sebastian he's like Sebastian what is that a cat's name <laughs> <laughs> I think that is a good cat's name um, when Rachel asked when's her birthday I've been wanting to go to Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> um, let's see yeah I think that's it
1: um, okay Alright, Friends of a Fashion. I have two. They're both Ross. One good, one bad. I'll start with the bad. I always want to do the bad first. See yeah, okay. I know. um I don't really like Ross's sense of style, even though it's kind of dorky. It's usually at least, like, together. But this looks like... In the first scene we see him in, when he first comes in with uh, with Elizabeth, he's wearing a perfectly nice, like, windowpane check shirt and tie, but he's got a very dark blazer, and then, like, light stonewashed jeans the clash between the dark blazer and the super light colored jeans looks awful and it looks like someone who doesn't know what how clothes work like right putting together like a halfway nice outfit like i'm okay. just gonna throw a, a a navy blue blazer on over a regular outfit and it looks terrible it looks mm-hmm. very um like some something very much like something Jerry Seinfeld would wear, who is like yeah. not a guy who whose style I, I've ever thought is very good.
0: Um Monica has on a green cardigan when she's uh, making a case for El and I liked it a lot.
1: Um and then my positive Ross one is later in the perk, he comes in and he's wearing again navy, but a navy blue like uh windbreaker that I thought okay. was like very uh stylish looking. It was it was not like a free windbreaker you'd or or a cheap one you'd get as a like promotional thing. It was like a nice material, clearly well crafted, clearly new and clean. Yeah. Windbreaker. I liked it.
0: Um props to the props department. There were a lot of like name brands like in full view when like Joey was like clearing out the fridge and on top of the fridge. Like we see Ben and Jerry's. Mm-hmm ice cream we see diet snapple as we normally do um but also magna or muzzle to the magna there's uh two surfers catching a
1: wave yeah that's right i saw that yeah. and like they look like they're about to like uh slide yeah like tumble over like wipe they're out. wipe out that's the one exactly mm-hmm. the word i was looking for um all right uh and that's it for under the umbrella
0: No, we haven't started under the umbrella. Oh, that was
1: props. That was props. Okay, what's under the umbrella?
0: Um, Joey eating too much. Uh, Joey being um, dumb but cute. (laughs) Um, We you discussed it in funniest moments, but like uh, maybe don't marry this one, uh, Ross from Chandler because he marries everyone. Um, Monica is like getting super competitive and says like, "Sit down, we're winning," um, about the dude. Um, Rachel has some nipples. (laughs) And that's it. Uh,
1: Oh, yeah, I did like her, like, yellow long sleeve tee. Um, Turtleneck, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was thin, like t-shirt material, Mm -hmm. wasn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I like yellow. Yeah. But I didn't want to call too much attention to it.
0: Yeah, you don't, I do.
1: So should we take a quick break?
2: Yeah. (sighs) Ah.
1: Okay, we are back from our quick break, and we are ready to jump into season six, episode nineteen of How I Met Your Mother, which is called Legend Daddy. Natalie, take it away.
0: Yes. So we're reminded that Ted has like bought a home, um, right? And he hopes to you know use it for his future wife before he even met their mother and he has all these designs in place for his family and what they're going to do and how they're going to use it. Um, so they he brings everyone out to the house, but it's not to, like, clean things up or show them. It's actually for an intervention for Barney. Um, and we don't know exactly what the intervention is for, but then we learn there are they're at Barney's house and the TV breaks yeah and someone's like oh we just like need to re fix it to the wall like go grab a screwdriver and Barney calls the superintendent cuz yeah. he doesn't know how to use a screwdriver um and then we hear a knock at the door assuming it's the superintendent but it's not it's John Lithgow John Lithgow playing uh Jerry yeah um who is uh Barney's, barney's biological step. father yeah um now um let's see um oh so they're talking about like barney has never been able to like use tools that's like a glaring yeah. gap yeah and i guess it's because like no one ever taught him like yeah his dad has been gone for 30 years not saying that Someone else couldn't teach him how yeah. to use tools. moms but can teach people how yeah. to use tools,
1: too. Um,
0: but then we are on to the whole joke about, like, glaring gaps in knowledge. And we get a really funny one with <sighs> One that Ted. hits close
1: to home, by the way.
0: Okay, so he, instead of pronouncing chameleon, he pronounced it chameleon. 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 Yeah. See, I couldn't even do it.
1: So um, I... Um, Longtime Battleship Retention listeners know that's my old podcast that I had a similar thing to this that happened on the show, where I said, "Let's seg into the next topic."
0: Mm. So Segway instead of segue because it's it's s e g u e.
1: And I uh, like, like 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 yeah. Ted said, you learn a word by reading it. Yeah, um, and that happens a lot because I. I'm so opposed to like television news. I hate television news. I think it's terrible. I read the news. There are a lot of like major politicians whose names I'm not quite sure on how to yeah. pronounce. You know, yeah. um, and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, that's definitely the most embarrassing. The the Sieg one because it happened on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, and, and our friend Tyler Sean was the guest. Tyler out? wasn't there. Oh. It was Sean and Jason.
0: Did Sean call you
2: out?
1: Yeah, Sean and Jason both called me out. Maybe the only thing that Sean and Jason have ever agreed on in the entire time they they might have known each other is uh, making fun of me for saying Sieg instead of Segway.
0: That's very funny. Yeah, um, my sister had a friend who... I think we talked about it on this pod, the fruit uh, pomegranate.
1: Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Well, didn't you also have a friend who said weenwa instead of quinoa yes, yes. i don't even know how you get that one like, right
0: i think like she knew it was like a difficult spelling or something yeah. and she's yeah. like was oh, that weenwa yeah <laughs> and then like behind her back we all called her weenwa yeah like is weenwa coming to the party
1: i knew a guy once who this was like a, a friend's 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 boyfriend i don't remember his name or the name of his girlfriend just like but he uh was like oh yeah i love belly and sebastian <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh no. Okay, friends and mothers, give us your yeah. most embarrassing mispronunciation.
1: Yeah. Um, another one, this is a secondhand story, but it always made me laugh so hard. Um, back, my friend, uh, a friend of mine, whom you've met, Melissa, back when she was in high school theater, I was in high school theater. We went to different high schools, but she told me a story about students auditioning for the play. And one of the lines, because uh, I guess they're just going to play like a doctor or something. And one of the lines was, how long have you had this malady? Mm-hmm. And and one, one person mm-hmm. said, how long have you had this, lady?"
0: <laughs> I love it. Um, very also funny. Similarly, my sister... Went to the Renaissance Fair.
1: With... Oh, was I thought it was Medieval Times. In my head is Medieval Times in the story. Oh. But maybe, okay, maybe Renaissance it's Fair. it's
0: either Medieval Times or Renaissance Fair.
1: Yeah.
0: And um, they said, like, welcome in, milady," And she's like, how do they know my name? She thought they said, welcome in, Melani. Her name is Melanie. <laughs> yeah. And they thought they just, like, said her name incorrectly. <laughs> And I think it was John who's like, that's what they say to everyone. They're <laughs> yeah. just calling you m'lady. Yeah.
1: Uh all right.
0: So yeah, that's a that's a real good call to action. Because yeah, everyone's like, malapropisms everyone or anything? Yeah. Malapropisms, Perfect. Um, okay. Um
1: Do you know sorry. Um do you know the term mo- mondegreen? No. It's a term for when something is commonly mis. You know when 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 people say like, death nail when it's supposed to be death nail, okay. you know yeah that's called a mondegreen. Okay. Um, because it's so it it's not a one person making mistake. It's when it's a common thing that a lot of people say.
0: Like nip it in the butt.
1: Like nip it in the butt is a great one. Yeah. Um, and the reason it's called a mondegreen is because that's a mondegreen itself. Is there was some poem, um, in which. I, I, I'm forgetting a poem maybe was a song in which the lyrics of the line was like uh, laid him on the green and a lot of people thought it was Lady Mondegreen <laughs>
2: Lady Mondegreen
1: <laughs> so that's why that's called a when, oh, uh, people oh I have a
0: good one um, my friend thought the song was sitting on Ladakala Bay like it's the name of a bay the name of the bay was Ladakala <laughs> sitting on Ladakala Bay <laughs> Yeah. There's a lot of those with songs.
1: Well, I mean, I've talked about with the, to get back to the show, the Friends, when I, as a kid, like, your love life's DOA, I could not understand. I was like, your love, and then I was certain that it ended with the word away, because of DOA, I was like, so it's like, your love, something away, I could never figure out for years what the lyric was.
0: And Did you look it up?
1: I'm sure I did. Did just yeah. come
0: to you? Okay. So speaking of glaring gaps in knowledge, Robbins is very funny. She's on a date and her date is oh, like, God. I'm going on an expedition to the North Pole. And she's like, okay, very, very uncool. Like, if you wanted to break up with me, just break up with me. We know that North Pole doesn't exist. Yeah. And he's like, it very much does.
2: Yeah. But
0: she, I guess she has like an issue with like Arctic creatures as well because she doesn't think reindeer well i guess she
1: knows that santa is not real sorry yeah so she just assumes that everything to do with santa is not real so like the north pole and reindeer also don't exist. they don't
0: exist (laughs) um so barney is but
1: i remember like thinking that reindeer didn't exist at a certain point in my childhood
0: yeah because like you're like oh these like things don't fly like yeah when you find that there oh things, there are reindeer
1: but they don't fly they
0: don't fly they don't have red noses
1: <laughs> yeah and they don't um, look like rudolph no rudolph looks like a deer
0: yeah. right
1: not a reindeer like reindeers are like no because they
0: have um they? i'm just saying that antlers <laughs>
1: antlers but male deer have antlers right i'm saying reindeer have a different look okay anyway
0: they're more like
1: doughish no i feel like reindeer are bigger more like small moose Yeah. 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 Okay. They're not as, like, petite and uh, graceful as the deer that prance around.
0: Yeah. Um, So we see Barney and John Lithgow at uh, McLaren's. And initially, like, we see a scene where they're, like, so, so much alike. They give each other, like, high fives at the same time, order the same drink. Um, John Lithgow um, says he gets laid a lot you know, and Barney's like really impressed by him. And then John Lithgow like demonstrates by like hitting, hitting on a girl at the bar who immediately gives her his, her phone number, gives him her phone number. Um, he's like telling all these stories about, you know, being a roadie and going to Sydney with Bon Jovi and traveling with the Stones. And um, Barney is like very excited and proud. And, um, Meanwhile, um, uh, the gang's at McLaren's and Jerry comes in and he's like, I need help from you guys. Actually, like, I'm a driving instructor from White Plains. Yeah. And they're like, what? Because Barney told him, you know, what he wanted yeah. to hear, wanted yeah. to believe. Um, but really, so we know, like, the the real story um, is, like, his dad was, like, drinking skim milk because he had acid. From like chili that he had yeah, the chili last cheese night. dog or something yeah. yeah and then he yeah he switched he switched lanes years ago he's no longer a roadie but a
1: driving instructor driving instructor good instructor. joke good joke
0: yeah um, and now like Barney lied to the gang and like actually won't return his father's calls um uh, let's see uh, we learn that. Um, Lily's, Lily's gap is um, just, like, bad aim. Yeah. Um, with her pee and her throwing.
1: Okay. Yeah. Marshall says something about, like, uh, you aim so bad that our, our house, you're the one who pees on the floor. Yeah. But it was just earlier this season when Lily was trying to get pregnant, you know, and taking right. t- a pregnancy test. And Marshall asked, I've always wondered, can girls aim? And Lily was like, can boys aim? I feel like I'm mopping up the floor every morning. So, who? which is it?
0: Yeah, maybe that was her, like, trying to, like...
1: Oh, deflect, uh,
0: deflect the blame. Deflect the... Yeah. Um, so, um, Jerry... That's his name, right? Jerry, Jerry. Yeah, Jerome. Jerry says, you know, I... Yeah, I used to be all about, like, drugs and alcohol and women, and I hit rock bottom when your mom wouldn't allow me to see you so his mom was trying to protect barney from yeah. the you know the hard life of the father yeah. and in doing so he kind of you know sabotaged that that relationship um, so he admitted to like um like bragging about himself and like fake hitting on women he was desperate. And, um, he just wants another chance to connect with his son. So he actually, he does walk over to, he does walk over to the, um, to woman at the bar and says like, I'm trying to impress my son. Can you just write down any seven digits on this piece of paper and give it back to me? And yeah, uh, okay. Okay. So um, during this intervention type situation, Marshall um, kind of says to Barney, like your dad lives like 10 miles away and he's alive. Mine is not. And then we're like, oh, right. Marshall's still very much like grieving. Um, And even though Barney initially says like, I never want to see him again. He's like, okay, fine. I'll go and see him. and he goes and has dinner we meet um Cheryl played by Nancy Travis <laughs> from and, so I
1: married an ex murderer yes yeah.
0: yes um and Barney's kind of like awkward at first but they um they have dinner together it's um mom dad and JJ yeah the the son who um Barney is, like, in competition with and, like, is insulting and very mean to. Then we go back to the gang, and then um, Marshall brings up, like, his gaps in knowledge. And um, Marshall is, like, piecing together that there there are so many opportunities to make fun of him, but no one does. They're, like, handling him with kid gloves. Um, because of his dad dying Um, and he's bringing up all the things that they didn't make fun of like him he says mojito and his voice cracks (laughs)
2: um
0: also like he um gets a soul patch and they're like oh yeah it looks good and he gets a possum named rex and Lily is, like, so afraid to upset him that she's like, yeah, he could be our pet, even though he's very violent and aggressive, which is which, not, not true. Not true, as opossums, we learned. Yeah, yeah
1: uh, opossums. Or actually, they're opossums.
0: Opossums, right.
1: Yeah, opossums are found actually, more in, like, Australia.
0: Quite docile. Yeah,
1: but opossums are very docile and um, weirdly... Uh, unable to be rabid there's something about like they're not carriers of rabies
0: yeah they're intimidating with their teeth you know they have like very sharp teeth and they will try to protect themselves but they're not they're not aggressive um and lily says i love him (laughs) um but then we learned that there are a lot of uh things um like marshall can't wink he can't swallow pills (laughs) and I don't, this i guess this is a yeah i'll say that for funniest moments um uh, meanwhile at the dinner um barney finds out that jj like he's making fun of jj's name um and he's like what does that stand for and he's like trying to insult him and it's like jerome jr and then barney gets like really emotional because like yeah. he He should be named... Like, the oldest son should be named after his father traditionally, and he wasn't obviously named after his father. He goes outside and then um, tries to destroy the basketball hoop. um, And um, he can't get it off, and then um, Jerry goes into the house and brings out his toolkit and, like, explains to Barney how to... Remove it with the screwdriver, and he does righty tighty, lefty loosey, and then um, you know Barney kind of like breaks down, and um... then, to be honest, I got an alarming text from my sister, so I kind of tuned out the rest of the
1: episode.
0: Oh, <laughs> so you could you could finish this one?
1: I mean, wait, did you, where did you leave off just now? He like
0: they like take off the basketball to get the basketball hoop yeah. together.
1: So I think the only thing. Unless I'm re- misremembering, I think the only thing you missed was Barney then gifting the basketball hoop to Ted for his house oh, for and his, saying, like, yeah, your family. your kid should have a, okay. a hoop or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, then uh, I guess that's it. Um, as far as other... Sh- the only other sh- observation I had that we didn't get to is um, when Barney b- told the gang that he's um, going on the... Asian leg of the Bon, jo- bon Jovi tour, he mm-hmm. says he has to go get his passport renewed. And uh, as you and I know from somewhat recent experience within the last year, like uh, that's not um, something you could do super quickly, especially... Mm. I've read that it started to get back to normal now. Mm. But last year, we went to Mexico in May. And I needed to renew my passport, which I submitted in February, three months before. Yeah. Thinking that would be plenty of time. Yes, But I guess post-COVID, there was a huge backlog. So many people were wanting to travel and renewing their passports and stuff. It took forever. It was getting down to the wire, and I ended up having to call my congressman, and which worked like a charm. Yeah. Like I got it like two days after I called my congressman. So, yeah. But that's that's what you do. But I have read that the that backlog has started to chip away and, and, and the the wait times are getting back to normal. But I, don't, I still think renewing your passport is not something you can just, like... Do in a weekend. So,
0: but here's the thing word to the wise it either has to be like a year to six months in advance or the week before because the reason expedite, why you couldn't yeah. expedite it was because it was already in process. So, do six months or a week before. Yeah. None of that. Middle. Well, and
1: also we learned recently from a different show, uh, Amazon Prime's Harlem, that, um, most countries won't allow you to use a u.s passport if it expires in less than six months even if you're like going planning to go and come back before it expires if it's less than six months it's essentially expired which is crazy yeah uh all right funniest moments i've only got one
0: okay i have quite a few okay um When Barney is like trying to like brag about his cool dad, he said he's the mother of all fathers.
1: Yeah. Um, When uh, when Barney is like competing with JJ and he's like, I make a lot of money. How much do you make? And JJ says, I'm 11. And Barney says, Now we all know you make excuses.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Also, when he snaps at JJ, JJ, I'm talking to Dad right now. Come on. Just like very
2: childlike.
1: Well, that I mean, I was gonna put it in my under the umbrella, but like Barney regressing is a common thing because remember when he met when they met uh, God. Why do I always forget Wayne Brady's character's name?
0: Yeah, I do too. Barney's brother. Yeah,
1: Steve. I can't remember Stanley. Um, when they meet his dad Ben Vereen and Barney's pretending like it's his dad too, and he's like, "Dad, look how fast I can run." Dad, you're not looking.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um. Them just, um, making fun of Ted, like, that took a lot of character, like, <laughs> making fun of his pronunciation. Yeah, yeah. Um, Lily throwing keys poorly is very funny. And now I'm thinking, like, has this happened before? And yeah. we just hadn't noticed it or didn't think anything of it?
1: Yeah, I mean, no, that wouldn't be beyond the How I Met Your Mother um, right The Reindeer do.
0: North Pole with Robin is very funny. Yeah. Um the idea that rex is violent and he hates us (laughs) and like lily just like allowed it even though he's like actually like attacking marshall
1: yeah in his sleep in his sleep Yeah, yeah
0: um when jerry is like trying to um impress his son and like i don't know like he's He's chanting, more quiche, more quiche. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't know yeah. the context. He's like, and like... then the, the the county fair judges started yes. chanting, more quiche, yeah.
2: more quiche. Yeah, that's
1: it. Um, Yeah, uh, Barney's really good, or Neil Patrick Harris is really good in this episode. Yeah. Uh, what do you have for make it fashion? Oh, I met not mother make it fashion, me either. Not a fashionable Nothing. episode. Yeah. Uh, as far as under the umbrella, I mentioned Barney regressing. We get, uh, obviously we get a legend, wait for it, yeah. daddy, and we get a an attempted high five Mm
2: -hmm.
1: um but that didn't really happen because it was in barney's fake story about the attempted high five i also wanted to call out that when um jerry shows barney a picture of his family we don't see it we hear barney say like they're all wearing matching sweaters but uh jerry does mention that he has jj's his second kid he has a daughter in college okay so that will
2: yeah that'll come up that'll
0: come up also under the umbrella a Star Wars reference Yeah. they know that uh, Marshall knows they're treating him with kid gloves because he says like Phantom Menace is the best movie and they're like it has its it it ages well yeah it ages well (laughs) and then also animal actors which we don't like Rex
2: yeah Yeah.
1: what similarities do you see between the two shows
0: Uh, this was difficult for me okay I'm
1: glad because I don't I couldn't I, I was on the lookout
0: I pulled up a few Um, one this is a stretch but I mentioned I liked Monica's cardigan Um, Barney actually comments on Cheryl's cardigan
1: that's right yeah Um,
0: also like clowning on kids making fun of kids and their age okay so Elizabeth (laughs) yeah and JJ okay and then um, the idea of being nervous about someone taking a trip um, Ross is nervous about Elizabeth taking a trip, yeah. And Barney is nervous about his dad leaving the next day to Sydney, right? In his like fictitious yeah. version of the story.
1: Yeah. Um, I guess the the only thing I can think of is like Barney doesn't know how to take apart the oh, basketball hoop, pulling things off, and, and Joey, Joey doesn't know how to about the back of the fridge. Yeah. Yes. Here, the only thing that what bothered me about the hoop thing is like Barney takes the backboard and hoop. But there's also like the mechanism that connects it to the house. Yes. He should take that too for Ted.
0: Yes. So he could mount it. Yes. Yeah. Now
1: Ted's going to have to get a mount. Yes. You know, but I guess now Jerry only has to buy a new backboard. He doesn't have to buy a new mount. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, Also, like the way that the Friends gang did like the stream of insults about Elizabeth was very how I met your mother. Not as funny or clever. But But like just the constant, like everyone has something to offer. Everyone takes a turn. That was very "How I Met Your
1: Mother." Yeah. All right. I'm actually dreading this next part. We have to play favorites. Three, two,
0: one. How How I I Met Met Your Mother.
1: Mother. Yeah. It's not. I don't think it's a great "How I Met Your Mother." I don't either. But it's just an annoying friends. Yeah. Despite there being some very funny stuff, I thought.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Mostly with Joey in the fridge. I
0: like seeing John Lithgow. I like seeing Nancy Travis. Um, I like when Barney is vulnerable. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um. Yeah. Um, and obviously we'll see more of Jonathan go. Um, yeah.
0: And the storyline with Elizabeth, I just, we don't dig.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I still don't think that's a great How I Met Your Mother. I wish, no. I wish there were more laughs. Yeah. Um, there's, because there's really, like, ooh, one thing I usually like about How I Met Your Mother is that it has like kinda like Seinfeld would, it has an A plot but it would have robust B and C plots. Yeah. This episode is just like so much just about it's
0: very heavy that
1: there's I mean, there's the the, the, the the runner about like blind spots, but there's not really uh there's not enough like normally I like when a show like comment Your Mother or Bojack Horseman as I've said before like balances like a heavy emotional episode with something very very silly yeah and this didn't really have enough silliness in it because even the blind spot thing ended up being like kind of maudlin about about Marshall's Marshall, dad yeah. yeah yeah um okay uh let's catch up on our correspondence I think we only have one okay um and I failed to call it up uh man I'm really stuffed up right now uh, let's see. We have one, but it's a long one. Okay. If I remember correctly here. Andrew. And I haven't read it yet. I just thought it was long and I was like, okay, I'll read it on air. But um, don't read it while I'm reading
2: it. Okay.
1: I want you to react like the listeners. Okay. Uh, Andrew says, happy Sunday, which means uh, he or they sent this today. Uh, it is on a
0: Sunday.
1: Uh, what's that? It is Sunday right That's now. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And it was said today, very early this morning. Uh, I know the call to action was for drunk stories, but I have a similar story to Natalie's getting locked out from the gate. I thought I'd share for laughs. Back when my boyfriend and I just started dating, we took a trip to Charleston. Uh, I'm guessing South Carolina, right? Because isn't there also a Charleston, West Virginia? Yeah, I don't know. I think the capital of West Virginia is Charleston. Okay. Anyway, to visit my family and so he could meet my nephew. One night, we went out with his friends who happened to live there. My parents live in a resort area on Isle of Palms, which is one of Charleston's main beach towns. Okay, so Charleston, South Carolina, Mm -hmm. because West Virginia would not be on the beach. Uh, We came back late, but got through the gate fine. Um, Let's see. We tried to be quiet as my parents were watching my nephew and didn't want to wake him. The condo has three doors, one in the middle and two on the sides where the bedrooms are. Before we went out, my dad made sure our bedroom was unlocked so we could get in. Little did he know that it was a broken door and even though it was unlocked from the inside, it wasn't fully unlocked and we couldn't reach them. We had nowhere to sleep and given that it was a resort on a beach island, the hotel rates were astronomical. We were sure we were going to get arrested. We ended up taking pillows off my parents' porch and slept in my car, which at the time didn't have a license plate. (laughs) I had just switched over my tags to Georgia and they gave me a paper a paper one that flew off on the way between Atlanta and Charleston Mm -hmm. so there we were looking as sketchy as could be since it looked like we stuck into the resort with an unlicensed car and stole pillows off of someone's front porch even though we weren't hung over after that it did take us a day to recover
0: yes that's a good
1: story good story uh andrew also says as far as the cheetah and leopard print thing wouldn't be able to tell you the difference okay. as i said no. uh i've tried to learn as it's a pet peeve of mine that people will show up to clemson games i'm a clemson alum and wear the tigers uh wearing leopard or cheetah print mm. interesting yeah because yes. clemson um obviously yes okay so uh, you
0: call everyone out and say um, that's not tiger
1: yeah yeah yeah, I mean, I'm yeah, I'm not, I'm not an alum. I'm what is sometimes referred to as a sidewalk alum of Mizzou, uh, meaning that I I didn't go to Mizzou, but I have been a Mizzou fan. My family were Mizzou fans. I've been a Mizzou fan since birth. I guess you don't like that. You don't like when kids are indoctrinated into I don't, sports. Yeah. Uh, but I've been a Mizzou fan since birth. So um, they're also the Tigers. But uh, people don't tend to wear prints to their games. It's yeah. just the the yellow M uh okay for the uh, andrew continues to go uh, for the calzone versus the trash eclair i'm essentially ben's ben from parks and rec i will eat a calzone anytime and anywhere and there's no judgment towards marshall on my part that calzone sounded delicious yeah i haven't had a calzone in a long time me
2: either
1: uh sorry for the long email just your story reminded me of that incident and i realized i can totally laugh about it now yeah thank yeah. you andrew
0: I love that story thank you Andrew you're very resourceful with the um, the cushions and the car if yeah. I yeah I would have loved to have some cushions and a car if I did indeed have to stay outside
1: yeah but yeah having your uh, temporary license plate blow off that would yeah. be terrible I had yeah I had a paper license plate for a while this past spring uh, luckily it stayed on yeah and then I got new license plates and then I <laughs> failed to put the sticker on them for you months I forgot
0: yeah and you talk, thought you did.
1: I thought I had.
0: You had like a false memory of doing it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, because of changing cards, I think I had done it recently yeah. enough yeah. that I was like, yeah, I did that. But I, had, I was, it was like, just "If you put there. the
0: X's in it? Because it, like, yeah. I always, my dad always taught me to like, with like key X in it so it's harder to peel off. Yeah,
1: so people can't steal your... And
0: I asked you if you did that you're like, no, I didn't. That's why.
1: Yeah, That's I was sure That's why it didn't. got stolen. Yeah, I was sure it got stolen but I just forgot Yeah, and I was driving, I was driving dirty, I was riding dirty for months. Yeah. Talk about white privilege, you yeah. know? Yeah. All right. Um. What else is next? What do we normally do after this? Uh, next up is my favorite segment to introduce. It's called, how were we doing? Which sounds weird to say with my like, Stuffy, how, how are, are we, we doing? doing? I'm like, i like Monica pretending I have to be sick. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, how are we doing? This is where we look at what was happening in the world in the world on the days that these episodes aired. So, season six, episode nineteen of Friends, the one with Joey's fridge, aired on Thursday, March twenty third, two thousand. I couldn't find a lot, but every every March twenty third since nineteen sixty one is World Meteorological Day. Okay.
2: Um
1: and uh it's uh the world meteorological organization sort of uses the day to bring uh attention to meteorological issues which in the past decades has been a lot about climate change obviously Yeah. yeah so that's march 23rd 2000 top five songs in the u.s on that day did i blow right past it top five songs in the u.s that day yes uh at number five, bye, bye, bye. Uh, in, bye in sync. Bye. Yeah. Uh, at number four, Faith Hill. I can feel you breathe. It's washing over me. me. Um, at number three, Lone Star. Maybe I'm a Mary who's by you. Right?
0: Yeah, check out that video.
1: Yeah. Uh, at number two, Santana Maria Maria. And at number one, this is going to get me pilloried oh. by the. Do you say "beehive" or "beehive"? Uh, beehive. Beehive. One of my least favorite songs of all time. "Say My Name" by Destiny's Child. Oh. Um, of all time. I don't like Destiny's Child, and I don't really like early Beyonce, to be honest. It wasn't until like the self titled surprise drop album in twenty ten, I think when she started bringing more overt hip hop into her music and now like the more recent stuff with Renaissance being very house mm. i like that but i feel like destiny's child and her early stuff is like despite her obvious talents as a vocalist mm-hmm. mostly indistinguishable from any other sort of replacement level radio r&b of that time yes, but, but destiny's child music i find annoying Say My Name is Annoying. Bills, Bills, Bills is Annoying.
0: What about... Uh, No, 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 no.
1: Yeah, that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it all gets on my nerves. Uh, Independent Women Part 1 or whatever is super annoying, you know? Disagree. But there's a problem with... Look, I'm not... It's so hypocritical of me to say that, like, I find Beyoncé's feminism problematic, Mm -hmm. you know? But, like...
0: I think it's evolved. I think it has evolved.
1: Yes, but it's early, even going into like, um, uh, what's it called? If you like, then you have sort to of put a ring on it. You know, that's like, uh, really, that's your bar for like standing up. And then with independent women, like, uh, like the clothes I'm wearing, I bought them. The car I'm driving, I'm, I bought it. It's like, really, that's that's the bar, huh? That's as much as you're yeah. fighting for. No, it's, it's, it, it's definitely... it feels so regressive.
0: It is regressive and it has evolved, but um, yeah. Why don't you tell me more about feminism?
1: <laughs> I just don't like early Beyonce, but then I, go, I get to a point where I love Beyonce. Renaissance yeah. is amazing. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Lemonade, amazing. Yes. The self titled album, amazing. I feel like there's one in there that I'm even forgetting about. Um, all right.
2: Forma- so that's
0: Formation, right? Or no? That's Unlimited, that's right? Unlimited. Yeah. Okay. Okay,
1: um, Season 6, episode 19 of How I Met Your Mother, which is called Legend Daddy, or aired on or aired on Monday, March 21st, 2011. Possibly the first day of spring. I didn't look that up. Um, but, uh, the 21st, you said? The 21st, because the yeah. Equinox changes. It's usually yeah. like the 20th through the 22nd, yeah. somewhere around there. Yeah, um, uh, Yeah, so uh, Monday, March 21st, 2011. On that day in... I think Massachusetts... I gotta be better at, like... I I looked these things up, but then I... Okay. The first complete face transplant performed in the United States happened um, at Brigham Brigham and Women's Hospital uh, in Boston, Massachusetts. Weirdly, it's called Women's Hospital, but the patient was a man Hmm. named Dallas Weens, still alive. He uh, was his face was very very badly burned by a downed power line um he uh lost his sense of sight they were obviously not able to uh restore that but um his face transplant did eventually give him his senses of smell and taste back uh which are good and he is still alive today went on to he's been since uh he actually um married a woman that he meant met in a burn survivor's uh support group although they are since divorced sadly but um yeah so yeah good for the doctors the first time that was ever done in the u.s not it was not the first face transplant ever done but it was the first united states face transplant um top five songs god i'm so stuffed up um top five songs in the u.s on that day and number five jennifer lopez on the floor and number four Rihanna, s Do you remember that one? And number three, Katy Perry, E.T. How does that go? I remember that song, but I can't remember how it goes.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Probably don't like it. Uh, and then, yeah, I think number two and number one are unchanged, though it's been a while since we recorded. And number two, CeeLo Green fuck you. Right? Mm -hmm. And a number one, Lady Gaga, I was born this way. (laughs) I just like, I pulled a Marshall saying mojito. I just like hiccuped in the middle of singing. I was born this This way. way. Hey, I was born Uh, this way. Uh, Anyway, so that's uh, how we were doing. Final segment is called Challenge Accepted. This is where we try to predict what's going to happen next week on both shows armed only with knowledge of the episode titles. But first we have to look at how we did last week. Um, I said Rachel is grossed out by the things in Joey's fridge, but maybe she can fix him. That didn't happen. You said, Barney meets his daddy. You got it.
0: Yeah, but you kind of like... I'm still ahead by one. Yeah.
1: Uh, on the season. Maybe that's why I felt more comfortable uh, helping you feeding out.
0: Feeding me. Spoon feeding me. I did not.
1: I did no such thing. I helped a little bit. So yeah, I'm going to look up the, the next episode to call, but I'm going to need you to vamp first. Is it still the holidays?
2: It's still the holidays. Oh, okay.
0: Scalloped... Cracker Trio. Step up to the snack bar mix. Jingle Jangle. Milk chocolate rondos. Onion confit swirls. Okay. Peppermint chips.
1: Season 6, episode 20 of Friends... It's called the one with mac and cheese, but cheese is all caps and with periods in between. So it's like a an acronym for something. The one with mac and cheese. Okay. I guess I'm going to say that the one with mac and cheese. I don't think it has anything to do with macaroni and cheese.
2: Okay. Oh, okay.
1: Okay. I'm going to say that mac and cheese is some ridiculously convoluted game or something that Ross and Monica made up his kids, and, yeah, so, uh, the Geller siblings introduce the gang, the gang to their convoluted childhood ritual with a ridiculous acronym so yeah mac and cheese is something that ross and monica did as kids
2: okay
1: and it's gonna stand for something you Uh season six episode 20 of how i met your mother is called the exploding meatball sub
0: Okay. The exploding meatball sub. Should I know? Is this one of those things that I should... This is like a reference that's already been made? No. Okay. Um. Okay. Um. Okay, this is going to... I'm not going to get a point for this because this is too far yeah, out Yeah, there's there. no way you're going to get... It's... But... So this is actually, um, like one of those advertisement guys dressed as a meatball sub. Okay. He's going to explode with rage. So it's okay. not going to be an actual exploding, but it's an angry, um, yeah. advert.
2: Okay. Costume. I, I know you're sub. thinking of
1: this because didn't Ted and Barney or Ted and Marshall recently, uh, get into it with a guy dressed as a big cell phone. Yes. Yeah. So similarly, okay. yeah. Um so a poor fella Hold on. This is going to be good.
2: Okay.
1: A poor fella dressed as a meatball sub gets pushed past his melting point.
0: Ooh, good one. That is a good one. Right? Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. So um that's it. That's the end of the episode. Uh you can Does he
2: ball up his fists? Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, he's well he's gonna be uh he's gonna be full of piss and vinegar. Good one. Right?
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. He's gonna be really cheesed <laughs> by it.
1: Okay. Uh you can find us at Battleship sorry. <laughs> I was like, oh. you can find this episode wherever you found this episode uh, you can find other episodes where you found this episode where is my head I'm, oh yeah I'm sick I'm full of yeah I'm, my sinuses are all clogged up um, you can but you can also find an episode find a post for every episode at battleship com you leave a comment there as many people have, have often done you can email us as Andrew did at the one where I met your mother at gmail dot com you can uh, you can follow me on twitter and Blue Sky at Davy Pretension. And uh, I feel like there's usually something else that I say there. But uh, that's all I remember. That's where people can find me. Natalie, where do you want people to find you on the internet?
0: I don't, as you know. But if you like this episode, uh, you should rate, review, subscribe. Tell your friends. Tell your mothers. Give us five stars or tell us why we don't deserve all five of them. Um, Let us know your... uh, Malapropisms and mispronunciations. Oh,
2: right, that's what I was going um,
0: to. Let us still know your drunk stories. I think that's a good one. And yeah. um,
1: how do you um, differentiate between cafe, coffee oh, shop, yeah. coffee house, patisserie, yeah. Yeah. bakery, like all of these things? How do you how do you differentiate?
0: Uh, apartment fridge oh, or apartment no fridge. fridge? That's right. Yeah. Um, hashtag frigidaire or frigidont. Glad that made you laugh. Um, Until next time, we'll be um, at the Hotel Corona on Daytona Beach.